the Recruitment Roller Coaster Podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz, and today I'm joined by some fellow Southerners, um, Ben and Josh, who have newly formed a new recruitment business called Acquired, yep. which is really exciting. Yep. Uh, so thank you for coming up, boys. Really appreciate it. No problem. Um, so look, where I where I always like to start is, especially when I guess you two starting a new business yep. venture. Um, where where did you two meet? How, how did uh, how did this friendship form so me and josh we've known each other for probably over 10 years yeah nice. 12 13 years yeah. school wasn't it? yeah we met in oh you met in school, school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah did you ever think you'd be in business together uh <laughs> he's <laughs> been be trying honest. to get me in for a long <laughs> time oh really i have okay. followed his career and done very similar roles you've been planting seeds yeah exactly nice. exactly so you got into recruitment before me and then and really? then i followed him but we met in secondary school how did you both get into recruitment then Age-old story, kind of fell into it, yeah, to be yeah, honest yeah. with you. I was going to university and got a bit of a contract role, just doing a bit of freelance stuff. Um, kind of liked it, found out I was quite yeah. good at it, and then just thought I'd give it a go. Plan was to stay there for a year and then go back to uni. But oh, what, so later, you started while she was at uni? No, I was literally applying. I, was, oh, I did the contract, so you it was just going a bit of head hunting, ah. like lead gen and stuff like that, and then... Yeah, as I say, st- stuck with it for about a year. Six years later, here we are. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What about you, man? Uh, well, when I found out Josh was doing it six yeah. years ago, about six months after that, I said, "I want to do it." <laughs> yeah. The London lifestyle. Yeah. Got I think. Well, what, did you go straight into London? What about you? I, I joined yeah. the firm down in Brighton, but I fell into it as well. It was did someone you? that I knew that I got on with who said, yeah, "Oh, yeah. you know, why don't you come and join the firm that yeah, I'm working yeah. for?" Um, Were you hoping to go uni as well then? Not really. It was okay, never really on my agenda. But yeah. I, I knew I wanted to do something within sales, okay. something that was intensivised. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then I started in recruitment, did it for a year down in Brighton, mm. and then followed followed Josh well, to London. What, straight to London? Different, different companies, yeah, different firms. Okay, nice. Different sectors. What was going to say? What, what, was, um, what was your perception of recruitment before you got into it? Uh, I think, like everyone, yeah. when someone says recruitment, you think like high street, yeah, white yeah, collar yeah, recruitment. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember my first day and the first candidate I had to speak to. Yeah. And it was... Uh, Did you get on the phone straight away, first yeah. day? Well, uh, no, yeah, first phone. or second day. Same, and same. they were a... I think they were a £650, £700 a year contractor. Sorry, £700 a day contractor. Oh, right. And I was literally looking at this guy's CV, trembling. <laughs> like this, saying, this guy's on £700 a day. Like, what do I even talk to him about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so I think that immediately made me realise that the money alone in recruitment and actually the clients that all the businesses yeah, yeah, that yeah, use yeah. recruiters is not for for you know high mm. street white collar and i mm. think a lot of people think that when you say i work in recruitment yeah, yeah, yeah. i think they think it's a certain level it's actually it's, it's the tip of the iceberg what what was your perception josh like before did you have much of a perception or i had a lot of exposure to it from quite young my brother set up his own business oh, nice, okay. own recruitment so yeah. i was kind of just starting to go out at a social age, 17, 18, and he was doing pretty well in it. So I got kind of exposure to it from that age and always thought it was a possibility, but yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. to at least study before yeah. I went mm. into it. What, what, what I love about it, like, did so did so either of you, obviously, both of you fell into it. Like, for me, like, I generally wanted to get into it, yeah. like, and I know that is quite rare, but just, just because yeah. what I, my perspective of it was, for me, I just wanted to get more all around the sales, like, skills, because... I was, um, before recruitment, I was just on the phone selling insurance. Mm. So, like, for me, recruitment could equip me with, like, face-to-face skills, um, cold calling, Mm. business development, networking, all that sort of stuff, Um, which I think, I think, uh, maybe you guys agree, but obviously it teaches all that sales stuff and that, but obviously you guys are now starting your own business. 
how do you think working in recruitment prior to that or, or do you have your own agency now y- yeah, yeah so yeah, okay. we've merged the two so together. if you think about like what recruitment has equipped you in terms of like business skills yeah. It's, yeah. it's so much more than yeah. like learning how to close people yeah. And, yeah, do you know what I mean yeah. how, is it, how has it affected you in that way yeah. like what have you learned on, think, on your journey I think it I think if you work in recruitment and, and, and most people that go into recruitment might go after uni or before uni or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. depending on what their educational background was mm. so between 18 and 21 but I think you accelerate so quickly. Like what yeah. you can learn in three to four years, Crazy. I generally don't think you can learn that in another industry. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. if you look at really su- not really successful recruits that have gone to set up on their own, but mm. you know you can do it in in your mid to late twenties or even earlier than that. Um, so I think yeah, I don't think there's another industry like it. And we were chatting yeah. about this earlier, and we were saying that recruitment has a space for everyone to one degree or another so you know you might not be the best seller but you might be interested in in a specific market so you can sell that market so i think because it's so big and it's so broad so many people from such different walks Mm. of life can go into it and do very well um there's no right way is there no there isn't that's what's really cool about it like i had a uh, i did an episode with a girl the other day and she literally had a year's experience and she set up on her own yeah a year later because like she didn't she didn't want to join an agency which sort of really didn't instill her values yeah. Yeah. and I think that's just the really cool thing about it that literally yeah. you can yeah. come from any background yeah. or whatever and if, if you know what you're doing or whatever then you can create your yeah. own business or whatever but yeah. I think just to just to build on that I'd say in my opinion obviously that doesn't necessarily mean that like the people a lot of people can do it but and then not a lot of people can sustain being successful yeah, if yeah. they don't have the right values right and they don't yeah. approach in the right way it's so, the correct end goal yeah yeah, yeah exactly right yeah because like if you think about it like for me and I've spoken about this a few times on here now like a recruiter who genuinely doesn't care about building relationships mm-hmm. building networks and all that sort of stuff long term with the tech coming mm. out and all that yeah. they're going to be in mm. fucking danger do you know yeah, what I mean so it's like the, yeah. the, those, you can go and start a business and it's easy to do that and get into the industry but if, you, if you're not maybe taught the right way mm. or whatever mm. then I think that you've got to really think about how can I add more value long term mm. for me to stay in this industry mm. so what it, how how was but the, both of you like your first 12 months in recruitment like how how was that because obviously for me first 12 months were fucking difficult yeah. so like yeah. what was it what, what was the type of environment you was in and like, how did that affect sort of where you are now i was in quite traditional recruitment okay. literally did like, you, was you in a big firm did you join a big firm no i joined a startup i was actually there well there's the two founders and i was the first actual hire. oh really okay and it was literally two hundred and fifty dollars a day minimum if you were below that you're getting a bit of a whoop in that really stuff. yeah okay got off the ground quite quickly and did about 30k in my first three months but then as soon as I was put out on my own kind of dipped mm. off quite quickly yeah, yeah so the actual months like three to nine were what I found most difficult yeah what did you I find most difficult about now? Own way. Uh, just not having everything managed not having the manager like overseeing you know, yeah, it's kind yeah. of like you had everything supported and monitored for that first three months and yeah. then after that it was like right you know, yeah. go out fend for yourself yeah and that was where I kind of it helped me, don't get me wrong. Well, you must have learned, in those three months, you must have learned the most, like, yeah, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you do. do. But then it was it was still that adaptation to yeah, yeah, completely yeah. self-monitored. That's what I mean, like, that's what, that's what I really had to get to grips with, like, you have to do so much shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, there's just yeah, so yeah, much yeah. going on in there. There's so much information as well. Yeah, there's so much information as well. 
for me, like what, what I've learned from speaking to people through this and what I've read and all that is like the best recruiters value their time and mm, they know yeah. what to prioritize. Mm. And, and in those early days, it's really like, Difficult should I mind. apply to that email now? Yeah, yeah go on then. Should yeah. I do, do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's about being able to prioritize. That's what you really learn. Yeah. What about you then, Ben? Where, how were your first Yeah, my, my first, they were interesting. I worked for in a like a really specialist area of compliance okay. into retail banking so coming from and I wasn't I didn't go to university or anything yeah, like yeah, that yeah. so it was a massive education step for me as yeah, well yeah, yeah. just knowing what you know different regulations were and how they affected the market <laughs> uh, so it was hard to sort of gauge all that information and be able to hold a conversation with someone that is earning 10 times the amount you're earning yeah, yeah, yeah. and that confidence as well. So, But I think it's difficult because the first three months, the first couple of weeks, and then I think something clicks yeah, yeah. when you're working in recruitment because you do you know that you don't have to know everything. You just have to know enough to get by. Mm. And that's not necessarily best practice. And I mm. think I think recruitment firms could change the way they embed new, new recruits themselves okay. into the market. But... I think at about month three or four it just clicked and I yeah, yeah. was walking around the office in my <laughs> suit thinking I was I was the bollocks yeah, I, th- exactly. I think it's, it's the repetition thing isn't it like, yeah, I had the exact I couldn't I, like what you said when you're like trembling to speak to someone like yeah, completely yeah, yeah. resonated with me because yeah. like when you call someone it's like for the first time it's like fucking hell I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about yeah. here. but really like if the, the way that obviously you learn is like really as a recruiter like you genuinely if you're a good recruiter you hopefully you should have something yeah. worth for them listening yeah. to so you, there yeah. is a reason why we're on the phone yeah because even though everyone's like i'll oh, stop calling me fucking recruiters yeah. whatever but the thing is like if you're for me what i really learned what my sort of time in there was like if you're in a career and you're enjoying it like build relationships yeah. don't just shut people yeah, down yeah, yeah. obviously yeah, obviously time. we're yeah. going to be biased yeah yeah <laughs> do you know what <laughs> i mean we're going to be biased we're going to be biased but the thing is like as as you know, like it's in their interest to build relationships yeah. with good recruiters because yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have our um, fingers on on the pulse of what's going on yeah. and their latest opportunities. And yeah. there, there could be literally a, a career a job out there that could completely elevate yeah. your career. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's interesting what you said, Ben. So what what from your experience and how do you think people could sort of better embed? sort of new recruits yeah I think it's this depending on the size of the company okay. because if you if you're having an intake of 25 people there needs yeah. to be a program in place yeah, I mean, of course, of course. when I moved to London and I worked for an insurance search firm oh, yeah. and I sat my boss was a million pound biller okay. so just sitting next to him yeah that's how I learned class today. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he was same, same as me. unbelievable. Some of the stuff I can I remember it now. I still use it now. Like yeah, yeah, I, I live by some of the stuff. So, so how big it, was that firm? Uh, so they were at the time. I think they were probably about thirty in London. And that um, the owner was still billing. Yeah, well, he wasn't. He wasn't the managing director, but he was. He'd started as a graduate, nice. joined them, and then ten years later, he was quite a major yeah, 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 shareholder within the okay. business. So I think it depends. I think I was really lucky to fall into that yeah. scenario. Did you join? Was it just you starting, and then, or was it quite a few people starting at the same time? Uh, no, it was two of us that started. Okay. But there so was did you both get exposure to that guy? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. But okay. I got. I think because we had quite a good personal link, he nice. he made extra work to help me out. You nice. know, so he really did sort so of train me and develop me. Then, really. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think that's who has made me just the, the it's just simple methods like he used to say stuff like when he was talking to candidates oh yeah me and the hiring manager we, we went and bought our watches together last week you know yeah. and it's these tiny little things <laughs> and actually that was probably rubbish that probably yeah, didn't yeah, even yeah. happen but I think yeah. it he did have such good long-standing relationships in that specific market mm. um, but then I think for bigger companies and, and there are a lot of very very big recruitment companies mm. in London I think that I think the tr- the training of the actual market and not 
recruitment, it should take a priority. So say that again. So the training of the actual market, market they're, they're recruiting, recruiting into, rather That's than saying right, if yeah, you if you follow these KPIs, if you make fifty calls a day, if mm. you send ten CVs out a week, you will build this much. Yeah. Actually, I think it's more right if you can understand this topic, if you can nice. understand this like role, then then you'll be able to headhunt mm. the right candidate for it. So I think ultimately those KPIs will, will yeah, always exist it's in recruitment. Yeah, of course. It's got to be a mixture of both, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I think it should be a mixture of both, and I yeah. think that I think more companies are adopting that, and I think mm. technology is playing a massive part. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know there's a number of different businesses like Hoxo Media yeah, yeah. that are using video content and things sure, like sure. that to educate people. Nice. So, do you have any two pence on that, Josh? What do you, what do you think on that? I think that Ben hit the nail on the head in terms of teaching the foundations of the specific market mm. you're working in is integral. Yeah. In terms of being able to integrate people better, I think let people be themselves. Mm, let nice. them show their personality that they've mm. got. What I was kind of always shown before is there's two sides, there's personality and there's process. Sure. You can have a great biller from process and you can have a great biller from personality. Yeah. If you balance the two, that's where you get your real elite levels of billers coming through. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think I no, I really like what what you said. For me personally, thinking of when I worked in recruitment, yeah, I, I sat next to the director of the business. Everything that I learned and my success was definitely mm. like a big part, huge part mm. down to him. So I think, and also ju- just thinking of other conversation I had now, like mm-hmm. there's a lot. Obviously, there's this whole a, a real big conversation around like should top billers become managers? Yeah, and like oh, yeah, I read that. Yeah, last yeah. Week, there's yeah. obviously a lot. There is because obviously sometimes these people can come to a bit of a crossroads. Right. Mm, like, yeah. Right. Where where do I go now? I, I, have I got progression on my role? Or mm. do, do you know what I mean? So what you just said would be really interesting if businesses sort of those sort of elite billers who. Not everyone's going to want or um, show that they want to do a bit of mm. managing or whatever, but those people who may not want to go straight into managing could do a bit of mentoring. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that mm. could be part of the embedding process, mm. like like you just said, that yeah. guy. So these top billers could mentor one or two yeah. people as they come in, yeah. and that that could obviously showcase that it's works. It's a win on each side because the top biller can go, you know, what management's not for me, mm. um, and then also person who joins is going to get great value straight away and mm. sort of learn some really good habits. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because with the market thing, so I worked in insurance and recruited in insurance. So like, I felt like I knew insurance, but I didn't. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so but I just I. knew a very small <laughs> yeah. pocket of insurance. Um, but yeah, that, that's really interesting. Like in the sort of first month, if like, as opposed to like, you need to hit these fucking targets, yeah. talk about, right, can you find this out or yeah. whatever? And that's going to encourage you to have some good quality conversations yeah. and yeah. not worry about shit I need to get some CVs and yeah. stuff like that yeah. do you know what I mean I yeah. think that's a really great idea to, to embed people yeah. and stuff like that that helps build the relationships too if you can actually exactly. have a college a college a conversation yeah. based on knowledge these people are going to buy into yeah. it a lot more exactly. it helps set that relationship and I think the age as well you know the average age of people going into the recruitment industry is are people in their early 20s yeah, yeah. but they might be trying to headhunt or they might be targeted yeah, to headhunt people that yeah, yeah. are not in their peer group so yeah. They need to be taken seriously in one way or another, and and education That's and information the, yeah. is is powerful. Exactly, and if you if you really understand the market you're recruiting, then yeah. that that really is, is yeah. the power. And yeah. that's that's the best recruiters are experts in the field. Yeah. They're consultative, and yeah. when you can actually add value to someone's careers, yeah. go, you know what? I completely appreciate where you come from. I know you, yeah. um, you're the expert in what you do, but um, I deal with this job market yeah. day in day out. Yeah. So sort of you telling me you're worth this, hang on a minute, I can tell you why yeah. you're not worth yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can only do that the market yeah. knowledge, right? Yeah. So it's that, that yeah. I really like that I think you could also look at like when I first started recruiting in insurance yeah. 
I recruited junior people, so I recruited yeah, yeah, qualified actuaries. Yeah. Yeah. So I naturally progressed with my people. Yeah, 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 that's part so of I wasn't, as well. I wasn't yeah. really yeah, trying to true. call up a, a chief yeah. actuary and tell them you know how much they should be paid because I had only got six months in the yeah, role. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. anyone that says they've done six months and they can know enough knowledge to be able to say that is yeah. lying so yeah, yeah, sure. I think recruitment businesses could start off junior people recruiting junior staff because yeah. you know they're, they're there for each other almost for sure no that makes sense so what what would um, both your advice be then obviously now uh, a couple of years down the road like for those that are in their first 12 months like what what would be some sort of advice for those people that are in their first 12 months sort of merge yourself in it learn yeah, the market yeah. completely and literally embed yourself in it there's, there's no way of evading the hard work recruitment yeah, yeah. is yeah. a slog whether it's first year five years in yeah. I think people often think they can do the nine till six mm. put in the extra work learn from the masters get a mentor yeah. read study invest in yourself mm. is, yeah. is the thing that I, yeah, I love that and I think know that there is gold at the end of the rainbow yeah, at some yeah. stage you know people I think you hear these ludicrous stories and you see you know recruitment firms advertise on target earnings of 100 grand yeah, exactly. and that, yeah. that is completely unrealistic yeah, it's, but absolutely it's realistic at some point in your career yeah for sure and it, I think I personally think recruitment is the most accelerated financial rewarding industry you can Definitely. go into yeah. without having to do having other to exams or things like yeah, that yeah, so yeah, I think to people that have just started stick it out mm. make sure you stay close to the good billers people that you're going to learn mm. from and, and ultimately you know you will yeah. you will be good yourself no I like that lads I think that, that, that was sort of a real big reason for me like why I started the recruitment roller coaster blog and also this because where before I got into it, that was the perception. It was mm. like, yeah, you can earn yeah. big money quick. Mm. You're out, you're out going on drinks and networking yeah. all the time and all that. And I remember the um, the agency I joined and I had an interview and um, he was like, so what, what do you think you can earn? And I was like, well, people telling me like mm. 40, 50k in my first year. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not yeah exactly. Not so, yeah. Um, but and then I think so. That it's about actually, which is why I started this is actually putting out there that what you learn in that first year. You, it's not just you going through the hard times yeah. and all that. Like, trust me, there is gonna be it is gonna be fruitful, mm. um, which is really cool. So I, I like that. Mm. So what um, what I was gonna say. So talk to me a bit about why did you guys sort of decide to start on your own? Like, yeah. what what was the upside? Like, was there a moment where you're like, you know what? Why don't we do this? I know. So you, you started your agency, your own agency. How yeah, many years two ago? two years ago. Okay, now. now obviously starting with Josh. Yes. So why? Yeah, so why start your own agency? What and how how, how have you found it sort yeah. of thing? And all, what yeah. are you excited about? All that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, I, well, I like you. Mm-hmm. I recruited into the insurance market, okay. and and I was successful recruiting into that market. But yeah. it was never a market I felt passionately about. Nice. Okay. Uh, I recruited actuaries, and 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 I did it for a number of years, and and yeah. and the money See, was I, I great. Do that. No, exactly, and, and I did it for a long time. But and I didn't not enjoy it. But I knew that I couldn't do this as a career. But yeah, I knew yeah. I wanted to stay in recruitment. Yeah. So I looked at myself and I thought, well, what what do I like about recruitment? And actually, what I liked was recruitment. It was just it was the recruitment companies. It was the banter. It was yeah, yeah, you know yeah. the opportunities you get at a very young age, mm. the money you can make, the skills that you can mm. learn. And I'd been approached by a number of different recruitment to recruitment firms, a number of different competitors, and I knew that there wasn't really a, a sort of obvious process or or quality of of businesses or candidates yeah, that are in that industry. Sure. So, being the sort of young. I'm trying to think how old I was at the time. 24 years old, I okay. think, when I first did it, or 25. Um, I was like, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to do it yeah. so much differently. Um, and and I have, to a certain degree, yeah. used the experience that I had, 
you know recruiting at search level actuaries i've just changed that and adopted that approach to to recruit recruiters yeah, yeah. Um, and tried to make it very specialist nice. so you know there are there are senior recruiters out there that are earning good money that are very educated in one specific area and there's not really in my opinion a num too too many different companies that facilitate moving them to different businesses mm. so i set up bound associates two years ago uh, it was an absolute roller coaster, like just <laughs> yeah, setting up a business in general. I think you really have to humble yourself because yeah. you don't quite appreciate how many things you're going to have to do that is not recruitment related. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought I, I've built this at this company, I can do the same, if not more. Yeah, yeah. but it's so, it's more it's more than just building. Right? Oh That's God, it's so it's so much more, and you just don't take into account the additional work you're going to have to do. Um, so so I've successfully been running that business for two years, and that has been predominantly focused to recruiters within financial services okay, cool. um, w- me and Josh have been speaking for quite a while and we've identified that this market is actually a lot bigger and and there's a lot more freedom in this market the you know it's not market, yeah, yeah it's not yeah. like you know it's not like financial services or technology or pharmaceutical mm. where you've got your obvious businesses in obvious locations like it is global yeah. and you can approach it in in whatever way you you want to as long as you're adding value so yeah, yeah, yeah. We've decided with the new business, and, and, and we've just managed to get our first round of investment, nice. uh, which is quite exciting. And we're merging the two businesses together, and we're going to adopt a more, I guess, not friendly approach, but everything is so heavily online now, yeah, and yeah. how you influence is, is probably online. Like so that. these kind of executive search models wouldn't work in our industry. Yeah, yeah. And there are a number of businesses, and, and I'll say Hunted are a classic example, yeah. that have adopted a very good approach to that. For sure, yeah. um, they're a very user-friendly uh, work on a sort of global scale yeah, and, yeah. and can move people internationally. So we're not, we're not, we're not doing something similar to that, but we are looking to, to reach the people that we want to reach through it's social media. A different platform. Way, yeah. yeah, so we still so want Josh to do be, a, yeah, yeah. a senior headhunting exactly, service. Yeah. But so... so um, Josh, quote me from wrong, so have you got your own agency now or not? Or do you work no, for someone? No, okay, I've, been, okay. I've been working within the same business now for about five and a half years until Ben and I have literally set up. Fucking hell, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so this it's is, a, so it was this a long is term like going to be completely brand new for you. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I'd gone into kind of recruitment director level where I was actually operating day to day within the shop floor. I was still billing, but primary emphasis was on management and growing the team. Mm. That was what I'd kind of focused on for the last two, two and a half years. So, so I've been growing your, out my own business. Yeah, yeah. What was anyway. your perception of Rector X I'm sure you used them. I did. And actually, towards the end part, the whole reason that I was actually looking to change things up is I couldn't get the equity that I wanted within the business. Okay, so okay, fair enough. I've kind of started looking into other options. Started speaking to Rector X and realised yeah. actually no one's really listening to what I want. Yeah. No yeah, one's really yeah, kind yeah. of thinking about the long term picture. People are just selling me a job because they think it's going to get a quick win. And it's like, yeah, oh, this yeah. guy wants to change change paths, let's put him in here. I kind of thought about it and I was like, actually, if, like what we touched upon earlier about relationships, if you yeah. build and get a brand out there, yeah. I'm not looking to just place this person now. I'm looking yeah, to yeah. work with this person, whether it's in 18 months' time. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have that, that whole setup. We also realised on the backside of it that there are a lot of people in recruitment yeah. looking to get out of recruitment. Yeah. And for okay. myself, when I was looking, I was considering everything. I looked into yeah, because like the skills are so sales. transferable. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. we touched upon that earlier too. It's such a good set of skills. Yeah, that yeah, gives yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Technology platforms, SaaS companies, whatever it might be, they love people with recruitment experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's client facing, whether it's actually billing, mm. whatever it might be. And I thought that's such another good vertical to add in for, for sure. recruiters yeah. that are like maybe looking to at least head out of recruitment yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just another avenue for us to give that's yeah. relevant to the same candidate yeah, yeah, yeah. and those businesses as well wouldn't 
wouldn't even think to use a rec to rec. They mm. wouldn't even know probably what a rec to rec is. If a SaaS platform wanted to hire someone with recruitment experience, they wouldn't think, oh, I'll call up a, a rec to rec yeah, because they would yeah, have yeah, no yeah. experience with that. So we are predominantly we are following and building recruiters' futures, whether that be within recruitment or right, outside of recruitment. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're adopting the the search methods that me and Josh have both been yeah. learned. We're adopting that into this, which yeah, we feel yeah, there's yeah. such a lack of in that market. Cool. Yeah. So what what's um so this, obviously let's talk about this whole sort of social media marketing thing like why why do you think why do you think that's important like obviously yeah. you guys are how old are you guys both 26 yeah okay so yeah. mine so what yeah how so what, what's your view on it then actually yeah. because like for me how I ended up going this whole journey and why I'm here is like so I learned like the normal stuff 12 months in mm. and I just found myself asking myself like what else can I do to yeah. just fucking communicate yeah. with people because yeah. like I know yeah. I can follow people up yeah. all day fucking long yeah I can be in people's LinkedIn inbox like yeah. what else can I do and then that's when I started looking at my competitors and all that and what I was like no, yeah. no one's doing it because like obviously yeah. we've grown up with social media right yeah, yeah. so like fucking hell it's no one's doing yeah. it everyone's just yeah. spamming people with yeah. new jobs yeah so it's like shit we've got an opportunity yeah. here especially yeah. when like for me the like why I wanted to do it as well was because like I actually really believed in our service yeah. like I genuinely every single person on the phone I'd be so passionate about going look we're different this mm. is why mm. da, da, da. And um, so I was like, right, okay, what, what can I do? And then that's what just led me on putting more stuff on LinkedIn yeah. and all that. And it yeah. just came, like, again, as recruitment with salespeople, like, marketing comes quite natural because yeah. it's like, yeah. I don't know, you just feel into it and you get it. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so then, yeah, and then I was like, and then a year later, a year and a half later, um, towards the time I was left, like, it had a real impact on my recruitment there. So yeah. like, I was making more placements, more people knew who I was, all that sort of stuff, because I was, I was in the insurance market, but I was basically starting from scratch, really, a whole new area. Yeah. I was covering the Kent market. And, um, yeah, like, there's nothing better than, like, um, going to a networking event or calling someone and go, oh, yeah, I've, I've, oh, yeah I recognise your name, I know yeah. who you are. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just so fucking yeah. powerful. Well, it gives yeah, you such just, a, an easier, warm Literally, lead. yeah. And the thing is, this is what, this is obviously the pushback I got on with my colleagues when I was like, right, let's do some videos, did all that, mm. was like, is it going to make me more, mm. more money? Mm. Well, no, no, it's not in the short term. Not in the term. short term, it, no. it really isn't. But it's it could, term, it yeah. still could. Yeah, yeah. It still could because, yeah. like, I remember we did one video and this client called up and said, oh, oh um, it wasn't for me, it was one of my colleagues. And they were like, oh, I saw your video, like, I've got some jobs. Mm. And it's like, fucking like, amazing. Yes. Yeah, I was like, it yes, works. yes. Yeah. But like, it, it's, ex it's yeah. exactly the same as recruitment. It takes, it's a yeah. long-term game. Yeah. So, but I really started seeing um, the effects in it. But obviously, it's still, as a recruitment as a whole, and why Hoxha Media exists, it's yeah. like, it's still quite old school recruitment. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, everything that, a, re a traditional recruit does today it still works yeah. like you can go on a job board yeah. you can see who's been active yeah. in, the, uh, in yeah. the morning you can call them and you'll place yeah. them same on the database LinkedIn yeah. it all still works yeah. but as we're talking about what you guys are talking about is, is we're talking about the long term right yeah. how sustainable is that long term yeah. like will you be behind when five years down the yeah. line like you guys you're actually going with the intention of starting your business and really doubling down yeah. on that yeah. think of people who start two years later yeah. Yeah. it's like whoa yeah. do you know what happens yeah. to them right yeah. so like why do you think it's important yeah. from your experience of growing up with social media and, think, and being young guys yourself? I think it would be, I mean, my opinion of <clears throat> where business is headed in the future, and this isn't just recruitment, yeah. this is as a whole, is every business will have to be a tech business at some point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think... Or at least some sort of yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think 
you know the, the recruit like you said the methods will always still be there definitely but there is so much opportunity now and look at some of the businesses that have been born Hinterview being one of them yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Hinterview will completely change the way that candidates are interviewed yeah. Odro is another one yeah, yeah, Poxo yeah. Media yeah. what they've done for the recruitment industry so far yeah. because everyone is online so much more than they used to be mm. video content and how you reach an audience rather than just putting out an, a, a job advert you could you could go onto LinkedIn write that job advert and it could reach so many more people exactly but because everyone's doing exactly the same thing I think I think all good recruiters have a personal brand they have their company brand and then they have their personal brand yeah. but you can't Huge build option, a personal yeah. brand without pictures without video mm. without blogs without mm. various different tools but they're so easy to use so yeah. it does baffle me because I think you know we, we've spoken to a lot of recruitment owners recently and I've spoken to a lot over the last two years mm. And I think it is a, it, it's a peer group thing. I think you know, some people are so set in their ways of how you can make money and how you can add a service mm. that they're not adopting the fact that you might have to do something differently along the lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we've seen some of the clients that you've done work for and you can already see that you know, they're approaching this different mentality. Sure. And, and I, only, I, I, mean, I know it's a, a bit of a silly example, but even if you look at Love Island, for example... <laughs> And you look at the contestants that come out of Love Island. Yeah. All they do is Instagram themselves yeah, all day yeah, long. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, exactly. And that's how they know they have to make money. And I think if you know if you look at that in the future, it will only be more and more influential yeah, online. Yeah, yeah, so people sure. need to try and create a personal brand and, and stick to it. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, you, you <coughs> both of you guys intend to do that, right? Yeah. yeah. I think no, what I think what would be yeah. really cool for you guys, um, just getting a bit creative now, and I think like documenting your journey from like the beginning where, the yeah. beginning to like where yeah. you get to yeah. like you, you guys need to fucking do yeah. that yeah. Yeah. yeah um yeah no I'm, I'm really i'm really excited by it and hopefully more people buy into it yeah. i think yeah. like if you even if you start two years down the line like that's great you're starting but you're going to be behind the yeah. curve i think yeah. like um yeah and for me the the biggest thing which i used to tell my colleagues was like you're basically just saying what you say on a one-on-one phone call or one-on-one yeah. meeting and you're just sharing it online yeah, on like yeah. that that's all it is and like you can reach so many more people. You're, yeah. This is the way I always say it. Like, you're being selfish by not sharing yeah. online. Yeah. yeah, you are. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because, yeah. like... you got that knowledge, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. I'm just going to close that window. Two seconds. But, um... But, yeah, no. So, I, I do find that really interesting. And I had someone on... Um, I had someone um, on the other, the other day... And their actual first hire was a marketing person. Yeah. So I find that really interesting. I yeah. think that's going to yeah. be more of that. Yeah. Like, I think that's probably yeah. what we're led to do. Mm. To yeah. With you. Touched upon it earlier. It's so time consuming. Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah, stuff. Sure. It's like yeah. obviously you want to invest in your own personal brand, but when you're trying to do the company stuff, mm. you want the content personally and brand wise to be different. Yeah. Mm. It can end up taking a day or two a week. Yeah. Plus yeah, yeah, the yeah. accounting side of yeah. things, all the other yeah, side yeah. of business operation that needs to go into. Yeah. It. Especially when you're starting your own. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. I think it just takes the focus away from actually getting out there and building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and people get so much pressure on on their management at the moment mm. when they say like your idea. Well, mm. is it going to make make me money? Yeah, well, I'm exactly. not sure if it is, but it could make you a lot more money for doing nothing. Exactly. Um, yeah. And there are different, you know, there's different companies that are popping out. There's a business based down in Brighton called Brand Meadow. Okay. Um, and they effectively are, are a marketing toolkit nice. that that allow the end user, i.e., you or me, to create a marketing content 
that is as high quality as if you were to engage a marketing company to yeah, do nice, it. So nice. you don't need to spend no, tens of thousands of pounds to write or produce good content now. This is what I always say to people, like, you, well, you, all you need is your iPhone. Yeah. Like, that, that's literally all you need for videos. So you yeah. free tools. Oh, yeah. mate. Like, yeah, but the thing is, you have everything in your phone. Literally, like, you have literally everything in your phone. Yeah. I'm working from an iPad. That's just mental, isn't it? That is mental. That is really cool. I do love that. So what's... Um, where are you guys going to be working then? Because when I spoke to people who are set up on their own, and that, yeah. like that's it's finding that space where like, yeah. all right, okay, I'm here to full work now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people struggle yeah. with that. So where yeah. are you guys going to be working? We've got quite a we've got quite a nice office actually in Brighton. Uh, oh, nice. It's yeah. Platform Nine. We've we've got a private area in it, but predominantly it's a co-working it's like space. Co-working space. Okay, um, cool. But it's really funky. Like they've no, tried to make like it really original. Sort of yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But okay, the Brighton cool. version. Yeah. Um, so I'll be based predominantly down there, and I think that's where we'll try and build a kind of a headquarters so to speak nice um and it's easier to establish ourselves in brighton as well there's a lot less companies around it's easier to network with people it's easier for everyone to know everyone yeah Yeah. i like it i'm going to be working from london same sort of thing co-working space just until we can actually justify getting an office and getting people in that will obviously be a great moment when this light, right? This is our yeah. space, and that would yeah. be real. I know this that was important to yeah. these guys because these, right. these yeah. are starting coffee shops and yeah, yeah, yeah. like shared yeah, yeah. workspace. Yeah. And then when it's you get your place, like right, okay, yeah. this is yeah. our own place. That that would yeah. be exciting. It's yeah. a little milestone. You yeah, see. yeah. It's I think you, sure. you, you do look at it as such a milestone as well. Oh, like, I can imagine. Yeah. You never think when you when you go to set up on your own, you never think. Well, I guess I, I thought it. I thought I remember when I took the first office, and I was thinking, oh my god, like this is my office. Yeah, it's crazy. This is. Yeah, I feel yeah, like Harvey Specter, like in did, my own office. How how did you hire anyone? Like, or did, did you? Um, yeah, how many people did you end up hiring? Yeah, so so it was me. It was me and a, and a business partner um, mm. that started it out. And and I think we because we were we were looking at it at such a specialist point of view. We only wanted to headhunt senior financial services recruiters. Mm. Um, so we didn't really want to bring someone on board to okay. do that market because we yeah, were very yeah, comfortable yeah. doing it ourselves. The one big thing I've always been on about is is content and marketing, though. So okay. we looked at hiring someone for marketing content reasons, but yeah. ultimately, when when I'd spoken to Josh and, and we knew that we were gonna we were gonna merge yeah. the two businesses together, everything has been quite heavily delayed until until we merge that business, Fair which enough. we have now done. So yeah. all the ideas and everything that we wanted to do in the growth, yeah, yeah, we yeah. thought, well, actually, let's 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 put this business together. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's create almost a 2.0 version of it. Sure, and sure. all the mistakes that we made, and there was a hell of a lot of mistakes yeah. that we'd made yeah. in the first business, or that I made in the first business, we're going to learn from that and, and yeah. make sure they're eradicated. Because that, that must be, obviously, for any sort of agency owner who's like on their own or just two yeah. people, like to hire that first person yeah. must be a huge milestone yeah. as well. It's yeah. like... Fucking hell! I've got yeah. oh, this guy is yeah. living off my yeah. what we're paying yeah. them or paying her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What do you um, even say to them on their first yeah. day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. So again, that, that's just the amazing thing about recruitment, yeah. right? That you can build yeah. that and build your own yeah. sort of empire. And, and I right? think I think for for all people that ultimately are have just recently set up recruitment agencies and want to hire their first person, I think you th- you think you have to grow, and that's the most important mm. thing. But actually, look at the business that you've got and think, right? Do I need to hire someone else? Okay. If I do, great. But then put in a very strategic plan because nice. I think that's where so many businesses fail okay. because they think right our, our next step yeah is to grow but they're not actually set up themselves either you know I might be an awful manager yeah, yeah Josh yeah. might be an you might be an awful manager yeah, yeah. so you can't just hire someone and think it's going to all work yeah, perfectly because it that's won't true. so have some sort of strategy in place about you know what learning development you're going to give them what market they're going to have what tools they're going to have do mm. they know how to learn those tools. 
and and put something in place. Not right. Let's we've got money to hire four people. Let's do it yeah, because yeah. it will waste your own money. It will waste their time. I know. I like that. I think that's fucking great advice. Like, and it, the same goes for like here. Like, really make sure you have it right internally, yeah. and that's yeah, going to transfer yeah. externally, yeah. right? So, yeah, definitely. I think especially as you said, if you're like one man band or two people, yeah. it's like right. Okay, obviously we want to grow, and that step. means getting another person. But yeah. make sure. Okay, you're so how is that going to look when this person? Yeah. Da, da, da. yeah, great yeah. advice. Especially if it's grad level. If you're looking at hiring that entry level, people don't factor in the time it takes to train them up it yeah. takes time yeah. your day you need to literally forecast everything yeah, yeah. So and, I th- and I think recruitment companies are you know big culprits of doing it the wrong way even yeah. though you know recruitment companies are set up to hire for other people I think they're sometimes the worst hirers for themselves <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, because everyone knows the whole. You know, so many recruiters will tell you, "Oh, well, they gave me a, a computer and a phone," and said, "Go." Yeah, yeah. And 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 ultimately, I've been in that situation. I'm sure you have. Yeah. yeah. So you know, try. It's so easy to change that approach now, and there's so much stuff online that you can use for yeah. free. You don't even have to spend loads of money to do yeah, it. For sure. Um. So yeah, I think I think strategy and hiring is so key, and 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 practice what you preach. You know, you hire for FTSE 500 companies or tech firms or pharmaceutical companies. So make sure your hiring internally is right before you, you yeah, try and grow the like business. That. I like that, mate. Um, so let's talk about what I was um, like to <coughs> ask people, and I'll start with you, Ben, if you want. So what what has been like your um, sort of lowest low in recruitment, and will and then you can tell me what your, your sort of highest high was. What what was your sort of lowest, lowest low in lowest recruitment? Lowest low recruitment. Yeah. God, I could. Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, lowest know, mate, low. It's it's so difficult Be to honest. say one specific thing. Um, you can say more than one. Yeah, I think I think my lowest low in recruitment. Oh, I think it, I think there's been a few scenarios, okay. and and every recruiter will say they're biased, but the lowest low is when I've I've had an occasion before where I was working with a business, yeah, um, and and working with a candidate from he was looking to go in into a specific route, yeah, and he came from a different background, and I had helped him for about over nine or ten months, yeah. Uh, and and it, and he would have always been a difficult placement. I yeah, had no, yeah, yeah. I had, but I because I was biased because I'd met him. I, we actually really got on on a personal level, yeah, yeah. and I thought this guy is going to be very good in the insurance market okay, in this yeah, specific yeah. sector. But someone just needs to give him a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and he got right to the final interview. It was like a four stage process, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. and I think it was for a, a fairly junior role. Well, yeah. I know it was for a fairly junior role. Yeah. Um, he didn't get it. And and it, I think it's just that emotional attachment. You, you do get it with candidates <laughs> yeah, because you think you think I know I know how good they are. Like yeah, 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 you know this, yeah, that, and the other. Um, and and yeah, he'd just been working on it for ages. Uh, and oh, that call though, is I know. That, is and, that and, cool, and things, but you know what it is? It's not just that call. It's the fifteen calls <sighs> over the space of one year. Like yeah. you, at yeah. final stage, every single time. So it wasn't one moment. It was that one candidate. Mm. Um, ultimately, he's actually well, eventually I did move him into the industry. Nice. He's doing really really well. Uh, I still speak to him. We go for coffee yeah, now and again. That. Like a really nice guy. That, that's a, I think um, just 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 before you tell me about your positives and that, and the positives is just that what yeah. you just said. But um, like for me, like when you're dealing with people, and that was like my biggest pet hate of competitors and like yeah. what recruiters do the interview yeah. feedback thing. Yeah, like, I thought that was fucking dreadful. Yeah, the fact dreadful. that like yeah, you you get a candidate in interview, whatever, t- get them to turn up. Some of these guys yeah. might not even prepare them. Yeah, and then like they take time out of their day. Yeah. they go. They don't even get a call back yeah. to say why they didn't yeah. get the job. They just don't yeah. hear back. I yeah. think that's like I think, yeah. dreadful. Do you know what? I it's think dreadful. It is dreadful, and I think and I think that that whole entire process mm. needs to be really looked at internally yeah. because ultimately, you know, the recruiters that don't even call back that's Literally. that's horrendous. Yeah. 
but I think there also needs to be some sort of client management because you should be able to give quite detailed feedback to a candidate why they didn't get it. Not that, oh, you know, they weren't... uh, Yeah, exactly. Without a fear of pissing off your client, you should be able to sort of ask that feedback. But, you know, I've been in situations where I've had candidates that have gone through a lengthy process, haven't ultimately got it. And and particularly if you've got more than one candidate in the mix... Mm. And and you have placed one candidate, but you haven't placed the other. You're obviously buzzing because you know you've helped yeah, someone yeah, with yeah. their job. You've 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 hit your target, whatever. Mm. But that candidate that hasn't got it still needs that feedback. And I think clients and businesses often don't give enough feedback as they should. Yeah, yeah um, sure. Because it's a candidate experience, and 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 ultimately these businesses want the best possible candidate experience yeah, for course. people that are successful and unsuccessful. Of what about you then, Josh? What was the lowest low? My lowest low probably was what I mentioned earlier, like month three through. I found it quite easy at, at the at the beginning stages and it was the realisation that actually shit this is not yeah. as straightforward as I thought it yeah. was yeah. I think you see it a lot of people kind of go all guns blazing and then think it comes easy and take yeah, that foot off the gas yeah, yeah. and I was definitely a victim to that so, <laughs> um, yeah I found that quite tough um, what about your high what about your high side then my highs was my t- my target for directorship at my previous firm is quite hard to achieve okay. in, my, uh, in my previous market I think I can't remember exactly now it's going back like four years but I think it was 200k across three months with myself and my three other staff nice so it's like maintaining 50k with young people yeah, 50 yeah, yeah. to yeah. 200k a year billings yeah. across four staff is hard to maintain yeah if everyone in your company was doing that you're it's absolutely buzzing yeah, yeah. yeah so it was that and it was any three month rolling that I could hit it in and it was like six months keep going keep going keep just missing it out that's probably another low, to be honest. With you. <laughs> but um, yeah, the day that you hit it and you're like, yeah, I love that. Yes, and it was just seeing how that extra bit of work, that extra bit of motivation, mm. really can pay off. Yeah. Especially with a team, right? Because because uh, yeah. that's what I've learned a lot when I ask what was your biggest high and managers and that it's like oh, seeing the success of our other people. Yeah. Yeah. So like obviously yeah, that not be. just that achieving yeah. that yourself, yeah. but achieving it as a team, right? Is, yeah. is even yeah. more fulfilling, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, Look, before we wrap up then, Naz, what so talk to me about what, what um so where can people find find yeah. your, your business and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, what, yeah so, about so, that. so this is a bit premature <laughs> the code is still being written and, and we will be there. Yeah. Um but so we'll be online, we'll be on all the obvious social media channels. Yeah. Um we'll be www.myacquired.com. Cool. Um and um on all the obvious social social media cool. channels. And you guys specialise in So effectively we specialise in placing recruiters and that's within the industry, but yeah. also outside the industry. Nice. And we we're expecting quite a lot of traffic for for a number of different people looking to leave the industry and and really supporting them about god what do they do after that because i think a lot of people when they go into recruitment they think i can only do recruitment what am i going to do you know if i want to leave the industry um but like we've discussed there's so many transferable skills it's nice i like it um okay cool so what what's uh what's the vision for the business then lads what's let's where would you like to be in the next five years then what's what's the goal yeah, the go-to. I think. I think it's everyone's aim. Go-to, yeah. Yeah, just become the hub. Really, yeah. we want to be a source yeah. of information for yeah. people. Yeah, a lot of emphasis of what we're going to do is with grads. So whether it's just helping them yeah. kind of get off the ground, yeah. find their feet in recruitment or tech sales, whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. just be that kind of go-to person. Yeah. Nice. And we've used, you know, a lot of these these sessions that you've done. Mm. I, I send them to grads all the time nice. because it's such a, a good opportunity for them to see the massive pros and, and the huge loads. Yeah, that come yeah. With the it's actually just an honest. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and and just I think for our business, <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> and for our business as well, it, like Josh said, it will be a centralised hub where we will be 
you know, talking to a lot of recruitment owners, you know, giving their their expert opinions on their own markets. Yeah. You know, why they do it, why they why they mm. would do things differently to other agencies. So, I think people that want to stay in recruitment or get into recruitment. The, the key is education yeah. you know so many you hear these horror stories that people move from a, a, an okayish business or, or a good business or a good desk and they got sold the dream and then sent down the river yeah, um, yeah, sure. so hopefully well not hopefully we will make sure that you know when we are moving people around we can give them the best education on, on the business that they're going to be joining yeah, and the like process it. that involves it like it lands well good luck with it all Thanks, I think you Thank have you every much. chance of being successful Thank I love you. that um, so look I ask this question to everyone. Josh, I'll start with you. Um, same question for the both of you. But So basically, if, if you could communicate to every recruiter, they'd listen, they'd implement your advice tomorrow, what would you say? It could be a sentence, it could be one word, but what would you say if you could communicate to, to all those recruiters out there and, and they'd listen? I'd say find the balance. I think we're at a point now where we're at a transition between the old school ways of recruiting, yeah. <clears throat> new school ways of using technology, LinkedIn, mm. Google Chrome plugins, whatever it might be. Have a balance of both because the old school sales principles definitely still apply. It's still hard work. It's still having a two-year diary. It's still maintaining relationships. But use the tools to maybe speed up some of the stuff that you're doing yeah. on a day-to-day basis. Nice. So be o- be open to yeah, other members. Be open-minded. Yeah. Like it. What about you, Ben? What do you say? God, mine's going to sound so cliche. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Um, Shock for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and 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 I. This is how I'd been mentored. Yeah, but go on. If you work as a recruiter and you, and you're in a recruitment business, treat your desk as your business. Okay. You know you can make as much or as little money as you like. Yeah. And um, and if you adopt those values early on, then then you might decide that you want to set up on your own. So everything that you do, act like it is your own business yeah, because like there that. is an input and an output, and and it's an incentivized role. So mm. you know if you if you want to have a perfect business, then you're going to make more money. Yeah. Um. And and you're going to have a much better quality of service as well. Yeah. So yeah, treat it like a business. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming Thanks, on. Thanks, mate. We found you. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. But cheers, guys. Yeah, appreciate Thanks. it.